way to waste time online. <laughs> okay, my I'm I'm embarrassed to say this, but I feel like I'm in the same boat with a bunch of people right now. My favorite way to waste time right now is TikTok. I knew you were going to say that. Oh my god. But you know what? I can't disagree with you because there that's a genius app. For example, I literally just said to Kev yesterday, when you try to back out of the app and leave and you hit that back button, it brings up another video and you're just like, but, and you have to watch it first mm -hmm. before you can like, <laughs> unless you're just like, no, no, I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. See, I only, I haven't, I haven't really searched on like the, um, like in the browser or anything. I just stay on my for you page, but I get lost just in my for you page. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. No, I haven't done the like searching for particular trends and stuff. No, I haven't really done that either. It's mm -hmm. literally just things that have been trending on my page that yeah. I like that another thing likes. Like if I watch one dog video, I have like 10 more and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like all pets at one <laughs> point or I'll find a photographer page and then it'll be all Ooh. photographers. Oh, I just found one. This one guy, he like um he does like uh like he was giving advice for like how women should pose like no matter like your size or whatever i think he's gonna turn it into a series but oh, yeah that would be That's cool fun. to follow but like yeah like because i didn't really get into vine or anything i didn't either so i feel like this is what vine was like probably or somewhat what somewhat vine yeah was like. maybe uh longer a little bit longer videos yeah I think. yeah but no, it's I, fun. I it's addictive. Like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot too. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really. I mean, you can get on there and be like, "It's been two hours." Seriously, <laughs> where did the day go? And the longest that a TikTok can be is one minute. So, like, what are you actually doing? <laughs> I know. How many? Know. How much information? That's crazy to think about. Yeah. So good though. Yeah, it is. My favorite way is Pinterest. Okay. I'm a huge Pinterester. Yeah. So when this came out years and years ago, I remember signing up, making a page, and this was when I was starting my marketing business mm -hmm. um, where I was a social media manager, and I would help smaller businesses around in the area who signed up on a contract with me grow on the internet, basically. And it was fun, uh, but it just wasn't profitable. But... This was like Pinterest on the Mac where I would go to a website, I would hit that pin button in my bookmarks and I would have brand new images and I would be bringing in all of these new images onto my Pinterest to share with the world mm -hmm. and then they would constantly get repinned. Yeah. Um, where I feel like now I'm kind of just stuck in repeating pins of whoever else posted them. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I try to put stuff from my blog on there a little mm -hmm. bit. But for the most part, I think it's just like repeated stuff. But I get lost on that app. I always feel so good. Pictures and photography are just something that automatically inspire me. And they've got like really great feel to them. Yeah. Especially my page. Like I get on my page and I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, and I just I love everything on there. We all, I have all of the right you know, recipes that we want to make and mm -hmm. stuff for the house we want to do. Yeah. And... See, yeah, I like, I really do like Pinterest, but like I 
it's not, you know, my favorite way to pass time, like not like TikTok, but like Pinterest is amazing because like if I want to cook a certain something, I just oh, go yeah. on Pinterest and look up a recipe, see what whichever picture catches my eye and then check out the recipe or like uh what do I want to wear this spring and it yeah. gives me like spring outfit ideas. Thank I you. love that part of it. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's it's really cool and like Room decoration, inspiration, oh, stuff yep. like that. It's Yep. I am always on it for anything, mm-hmm. anything, quotes, anything. I just – I'm constantly search, searching on it. But there was one day the other, the other week when I was here, there was one day I decided I was going to, you know, sit down, get, just be under a cozy blanket most of the day. And I got on Pinterest, and I was on there for, like, three hours straight. Jeez, doing what? <laughs> just lost. I was just lost in oh the rabbit gosh. hole. It was fantastic. Jeez. I pinned so many things, and I felt – I just feel so inspired. I don't know. It, it helps me start the day. Like, that was one of my morning routines when I was – you know, when I would go into work. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, you have some coffee. I'd get on Instagram, see what that's at, check Facebook real quick. Okay, cool. Neither one of them did I spend much time on in the morning. And then I would go immediately to Pinterest to just kind of change my mind and, and put me in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was very curious because – and I kind of wanted um, an icebreaker that kind of went with the topic today. Okay. So I want to talk about perspective today. Okay. So perspective um, can mean kind of a, a few things, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure I – w- I'm curious to how you view the word perspective because, like, I, I did some – So you want my perspective on the word perspective. That is correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you use it in a sentence? I just did. <laughs> I just did. But, yeah, I, yeah, were you going to say something? No, no. I, um, I'll tell you. I Googled different things oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. play off of the word perspective okay. uh, that I think a lot of people get confused. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, when you hear the word perspective, like, how are you interpreting? So, like, what's your take on this? Like, what's your right. opinion of mm-hmm. this? You know, like, how do you see a, this certain topic, you know? Okay. Okay. So, um, one, here's the definition. Perspective. Mm -hmm. A particular attitude toward or way of regarding something. It's another way of saying a point of view. However, it's not the same thing as a point of view. Interesting. Right. So, perspective is how the characters view and process what's happening. Okay. Point of view focuses on the type of narrator used to tell the story. Yeah, okay, okay. So those are different things. But at the same time, you know, I, I think it's one of those words where you're just like, yeah, yeah, but you know what yeah, I meant. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the same scenario with that. Yeah. So I didn't want to like go, you know, super deep in intellectual or anything with the word perspective. I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to focus on how important it is because I think a lot of people don't realize the importance that having a good perspective makes. And specifically, I think that's what I want to talk about is a more positive perspective than a negative perspective. Okay. And then I kind of want to go over 
scenarios and um, I have like a kid worksheet that we're going to go through. Okay. <laughs> talking about perspective. Okay. And how you can like change your mind to look at things. Because I feel like a lot of people are taking more of a negative perspective approach. And it's not necessarily because they want to. It's because they've been kind of taught mm -hmm. to do that. Like okay. when a bad things happen, they are meant to, like, they're taught to dwell on it. They're taught yeah. to, to look at it as a bad thing. It really sucks. And, and just kind of be really upset about it, which is totally, I mean, it's, it's justified. Yeah. You should it, be when bad things happen. Right. But at the same time. You can't dwell they, in that. Yeah, I, I think people can't get out of the rabbit hole once right. they're stuck. There. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Especially right now, right? I mean, right. especially right now, feeling quarantined, stuck mm -hmm. with the coronavirus, I think a lot of people are really negative and really sad and really depressed. I've been through it. I know you've been through it. Mm -hmm. And... I think that's totally normal for the scenario, but some people are still stuck in it from the first day yeah. and they haven't been able to climb out and it just feels even worse and worse and worse for them. Right, because it's only, I mean, to be realistic, as far as like the numbers or whatever, it's only going to get worse from here. And to be realistic, it could be way worse. Mm -hmm. You know, so like there's it. There you go. Yeah, Look, we just yeah. did a perspective thing. It's only going to get worse, which is more of a, a realistic perspective. Yeah. But then on top of that, to play it more positively, it could be way worse. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. I've been telling people all the time, we could be full blown war right now. We yeah. could be full blown war with no warning. Our pantries aren't stocked. We can't leave our houses like we're panicking for our life because of war right. instead we are panicking but also trying to stay safe from germs mm -hmm. you know yeah that could be so when you're like oh i have to stay home oh i have to i can't leave i can't see my friends this is stupid i hate it of course you do but germs right like can you just imagine you... <laughs> how much worse it could get yeah yeah, because, like, I mean, if you just ignore like those guidelines and you still do whatever you want to do, like, okay, maybe you spread something to your friends and then your friend gets really ill. I mean, hopefully not. I'm just saying, like, worst case well, scenario, yeah. your friend doesn't make it. And you were, you were complaining about not seeing your friend over this quarantine period, but now you just can't see them ever because they don't, they're not here anymore because you didn't want to <laughs> separate for a little bit. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I just, so yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to go over is that. Um, and it kind of prompted me because I was thinking about it, you know, things are happening to us in our lives, mm -hmm. not just with the coronavirus, but just in general, right. you know, you have a ton Life of things happen. Yeah. For example, that quote, when it rains, it pours. Mm-hmm. You know how people are like, oh, when it rains, it pours and yeah. everything seems to pile up mm -hmm. and it, it all happens at once or so it feels that way because of yeah. perspective. Right, because they're already expecting it to happen. Yeah, and they're already negative and they just 
their their energy isn't putting out what they want in return yeah because they they're just down in the dumps mm-hmm. and it's so hard to get out of that i mean i'm not yeah. saying be a positive poo bear like me all the time i have my lulls for sure mm-hmm. but you know these things are happening to us and we automatically are thinking why is it happening to me why is this happening to me and how co- how could they do this to me? And how could it go wrong for me? And why does it always go wrong for me? Yeah. Like we think that all of this this these things we're taking personally. Yeah. You know, you yeah. I mean yeah, that? I do. Do you feel like you've done that before? Oh, I yeah. have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I try to catch myself, especially like now. Um, I do too. Yeah. And now but... I think I have more of an aware awareness to catch myself, but definitely previously i've been yeah it's like why is this happening like it shouldn't be happening i thought i was doing everything right like you know yeah exactly so we dwell on it we get Mm -hmm. negative and we take it personally um but really what's happening in life is life is happening Mm -hmm. and we can only control how we respond to it so no matter that that is the only thing you can control. You cannot control so many things in your life. Most of things in life yeah. you can't control. Yep. Other than like how you address it and and what you eat. Yeah, like the pierogies that I'm eating right now. Yeah, they look good. <laughs> They're really good. I'm sorry. This guys. whole video thing on top of recording. <laughs> Ooh. They're but so yeah, good. I just. You know, there's all of these fun, these things happening, and we take it personally and and not respond to it how we could be responding right. to it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is probably where I'm going to bring in those scenarios. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So they're kind of, um, mind you, I'm pretty sure this is a worksheet for like a child who. <laughs> Might be going through some kind of therapy for depression. Okay. I think. But there's nothing wrong with it. It still is. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So the the scenario sheet. Okay. The first scenario. Sophia is 14 years old. She has been feeling really down lately and just failed an important end year of exam. She has missed a lot of school and didn't study too hard. Her teachers regularly 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 oh my god (laughs) give her give her a row and tell her she needs to pull her socks up and that she could do better sophia thinks she is useless and hated by everyone oh no questions what kind of thoughts do you think sophia has are they likely to be positive or negative probably negative definitely negative Right. So if she's not trying hard at school and she feels really down all the time and mm-hmm. she just failed a really important exam, mm-hmm. it's just like one thing after, after another, another after, after another. another. So like I think I'm I don't know if I'm looking too much into this, but you said that she is missing a lot of school. Yeah. So it sounds like something's going on at home too. You know? Yeah. I don't think she's getting positive reinforcement. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think she's just expected to do her job, right? This mm-hmm. is the same scenario when you have issues at work. 
people are just expected to do their job. They don't have a boss that builds them up. They don't have a boss that challenges them. They don't have right. a boss that talks positively to them or applauds them for their accomplishments, which mm. I would like more of myself. Oh, wow. That's the kind of employee I am. I thrive off of, well, not just an employee, I think person in life, I thrive off of compliments. I thrive yeah. off of positive reinforcement and mm-hmm. love and kindness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's just one of the things. Another question is, what things could be going on with Sophia to make her feel the way she is and act the way she does? Yeah, probably like not a good relationship with her parents. Because that if she's missing a lot of school, in. maybe she's trying to like run away or like just ditch school just because it's like, oh, my car- my parents don't care, so why should I care? Something, anything along those lines. I don't yeah. think that she has a good relationship with at least one of her parents, you know? Exactly. And that's just like making her lash out or just become like super de- depressed about it. And it yeah. just makes her have like an overall right. negative, I think, you know? I think, yeah, maybe she doesn't have excuse me oh my goodness <laughs> maybe she doesn't have uh like a ton of friends at school or yeah. she got in a fight with a friend mm-hmm. or you know she's even bullied yeah right uh, there's a lot of things that play into like how your upbringing affects your perspective on yeah. life yeah definitely but you have to find ways to change that yeah you can't let it you know you can't I don't know. It's... What a long life to live like yeah. that. That's what would you say to make her feel better? Uh, <laughs> you weren't ready for the trick question, I huh? was not. Um... This is so cliche. It'll get better. I know. It'll get better. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would say other than I would just – I don't know. I can't really answer that because I don't, you know, this is all like hypothetical, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, if, if this was a real life scenario, I would try to like actually like talk to her and see if I could get more information from her and Mm -hmm. then I'd be able to give her like positive um, advice that way. I can't. Exactly. All I can. Personal and Right. Exactly. So all I can say right now, which is just going to go in one ear and out the other is if it gets better. Yeah, I think I would probably <laughs> say something along the lines of this is part of shaping you. Like, this is one of the many things that you're going to go through in life, mm-hmm. and it's a life lesson to kind of slowly learn through your experiences how you want to view it and address every scenario that happens to you. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I guess that's that is... like a, a deep way of saying it, but she is 14. I mean, I think right. she would understand a little bit of that. Yeah. She wouldn't it, like it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess that's, that's a good point. Like the, what you could say with the information that you've been given is like. Yeah. If, it, um, if she was like a total, like stranger child who was confiding in you and you knew nothing about her other than the sense that she just, she felt like she connected with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have to come up with something yeah. not so personal because you don't know anything. Right. So, yeah, probably just, like, try to try to find the positive or try to find how this will 
help you later on. I don't know. I don't Yeah, I, I think what I find myself doing for a lot of things like this is um, in scenarios when people are really down and upset, not only do I find the positive, but I, I kind of like to ask them, and how does this matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does this matter? Right. And how important is this to you? I feel like you've and done why? that to me before. Yeah. <laughs> I, cause I, I want people to Excuse kind of put the, the pieces together to figure out like, you know, is, does it really matter? Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of life, does it really matter? Mm-hmm. True. A lot of things don't. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> a lot of things don't. A lot of things that we have, like, up in our heads that we're worrying about, like, really don't matter. It's, like, it's kind of like um, trying to figure out a problem in class and you, you're, like, I don't get it. I don't understand. And then you have the teacher or have someone else come help you out and you're explaining to them the problem and why you don't understand. And then while you're explaining it and you're actually like saying it out loud, it's just like, oh, then you start to understand it. Everything's clicking now. Yep. You know, so like I feel like if people because like sometimes or for me anyways, it's like I have all these feelings or if I'm feeling anxious or something like I feel it feels like like super intense on the inside, but then if I just like say it out loud, say it out loud, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, exactly. This there, that's not a reason to freak out about this because A, B, and C, you know. Yeah. So if you at least vocalized it, maybe it doesn't. It's not as bad as you actually feel like it is, like on the inside. Yes. Yeah. Because our mind is pretty powerful. It does a oh, lot yeah. of stuff to bring you anxiety and fear and harm and you just you sometimes have a really hard time changing your thought process Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah um so one more question on Sophia okay (laughs) so what sorts of things could you suggest to Sophia that she changes her negative thinking into positive thinking I would do it exactly how I told you I would break down Whatever she was saying to me, I would take that that information and I would ask her, you know, and how does this matter? Yeah. And right now, why is this a thing for you? And whatever mm-hmm. the answers were, well, it matters because the girls are the popular girls. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they don't, if I don't get along with them and then, you know, I already feel like I don't have any friends. And mm-hmm. she's, you know, venting, rattling it yeah. all off. Yeah. Another way to think of that is like how will this matter in five years from now or how will this matter next year or how will this matter once you graduate high school right like it's not gonna matter soon right but in our in our deep moments in our fight in our struggle it matters it feels like it's the only thing exactly yeah it's hard it's like so it's like when you are feeling like that you just have to think like is this going to matter later on? Because high school is not the rest of your life, you know? It might, it feels like it. It really does feel like it. But that's just because you're, you know, you're young. And that's all you know. But, like, you're going to graduate one day and you're going to look back at your younger self and be like, what the fuck was I even worrying about? I know. I actually kind of feel that way. For a lot of things when I yeah. look back. Yeah, even, like, not even just high school. It's just, like, anything, really. 
Yeah. Give it some time and you look back and I'm just like, what? Get out of here. (laughs) It's true. I actually actually had this kind of battle yesterday with my birthday. Mm -hmm. So I put so much pressure into turning 30. And, you know, the day before I asked so many people, what should I be doing right now on my last day of 29? I put all of this pressure on it because society tells me that 30 is a big birthday and that I need to do something crazy and life-changing. And it's kind of like your wedding day. You have to feel something different on your wedding day. So I was doing that yeah. to myself. And I was I was making myself sick because nothing was adding up. I was getting frustrated because I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't do any of the things I could think I would want to do for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was just like so insanely upset. But I had... I had so many moments where I was able to kind of talk myself out of it, where mm-hmm. I was able to have a moment, just be in the moment, and truly smile from it. Yeah. Like, we went outside, and the weather was really nice, and the sun was shining during my photo shoot that I had kept taking photos. Yeah, which was great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And when he was taking the photos... I had so much fun doing it with him that that is a memory that's always going to stick with me. Mm-hmm. Remember that one time when you climbed through the flower bush to take pictures on my birthday just because I really wanted photos for my birthday? Like, I'm always going to remember that. Mm-hmm. And there was so many times where I thought, you know, yeah, it sucks. I don't have any other people here to celebrate my birthday with me, but he is the ultimate best person for me to spend my birthday with absolutely he made me feel special all day he took time and cooked anything I wanted him to cook he made all of those fancy drinks he did a photo shoot he didn't play games unless I said he could like he just he was very respectful and he constantly was just you know inquiring what what do you want to do now what would you like to do now let's do something that you want to do now and I didn't really know myself and I don't generally like to make decisions on my birthday, mm-hmm. let alone any time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like a really hard time, but I, I was able to change my perspective at the end of the day. And even though I spent a lot of the day sad, I had moments of realizations where I, I understood it's not over. I can still celebrate it later in the year with my friends. Right. Yeah. Given and, the circumstances, you know. Right. And it gotta... was still. It was still very memorable because he did everything he could mm-hmm. to make it that way. And I felt nothing but love the entire day from everyone who reached out, mm-hmm. let alone how he, you know, was so loving throughout the whole day. And yeah. That's what matters. Right. You know, and that's kind of what I kept saying to myself. Does this really matter that you didn't get to do this, that, mm-hmm. and that? No. You are alive for another day. You've made it another year. Mm-hmm. You're entering a new decade of your life. Yeah. These are the things that matter, not, you know, the materialistic things. Like, did right. I get any gifts in the mail that I, you know, none, right. none of that really matters. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's another scenario, but I think I'm going to skip over Alan's story. Okay. And I want to talk about the the positive and negative thoughts worksheet. Okay. It's called the thoughts, positive and negative thoughts worksheet. (laughs) (laughs) Look through the following 
and change them into positive thoughts. So on one side it says negative and unhelpful, and those are where all of these words are. And okay. then it says positive and helpful, which I assume is where you would write them in. Yeah, We're not okay. going to write them in. We're just going to verbalize them. Okay. So positive and negative thoughts worksheet. I am useless at everything. Negative and unhelpful. How would you put that into positive and helpful? I am useless at everything. <laughs> I am useless at everything. No, I wasn't ready for this either. So there's going to be a lot of silence in between these parts, <laughs> folks, because we're going to be thinking, trying to answer them. I am useless at everything. Like, say I said that to you. Christine, oh, I am useless I, at well, everything. Well, that's not true. And then I would, I would see that that's what I have to, like, it's personalized, you know? I would have to know that person. So I'm just trying to flip this from, like, useless, like, taking a spin on oh, I'm useless to like, yeah, I might not know everything about this, but I can learn. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. That is a great answer. Okay. You did great. Thank you. Good job. So if you said, I'm useless at everything, I'd be like, first of all, I can name a shit ton of things that you're better at than (laughs) I am. So let me start. One, makeup. Two, no, hair. Stop it. Please. No, really. Really. There's there's so many things that I would be able to list off about. And the way your thought process is one of the most creative thought processes. I don't believe. <laughs> I do. And I think it's just because you're a little bit more logical than I am with the emotional side of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not as logical. So when you when you break things down or even things for the podcast, like simple organizational things, you think of everything. Something that I never even thought about when it comes to the audio, when it comes to what we talk about, the layout out of the show. Like you just think of so many things that I just like, whoop, what? Oh yeah. That's probably a great idea. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. But so that that's one scenario. How okay. about this one? Christine, I hate the way I look. Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Now, truth be told, I probably wouldn't say that because I yeah, accepted every on. single flaw about myself what and flaw? I Well, just things that they're not really flaws. Yeah, they're they're imperfections that nope. I have accepted nope. that I Those don't think nope. are imperfections anymore. Nope, they're not though. They're not. They never were. Who you are. Yeah, exactly. I think you and so like a young girl thinking that way, you know. I'd say, bitch, what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she would probably really appreciate that and <laughs> respond positively. Yeah, I think she would, honestly. If we're being real here. <laughs> <laughs> no, ah, God, this is. Yeah. Ah, um. Okay. So the the phrase is. I hate, the way I, I hate the way I look. Well, I okay. So okay, so we're supposed to turn that phrase into something else, into something positive, into something and helpful. Positive. Okay. Is this like our response to them, or is this just like another way of saying that you hate the way you look? I think it can be anything. How you're interpreting it. For me, I thought I hate the way I look. I hate the way I look. Something positive and helpful would be, oh. So you don't dig your your usual style that you have right now. Why don't we find some things that you're drawn to? 
Yeah. And let's see how we can incorporate that style, makeup, fashion into those. Yeah, like I feel like the thing with like when people are insecure about certain things, that's actually the thing that makes them unique. So you just have to figure out a way to embrace that and like flaunt it because that's what everyone's drawn to anyway, you know? Yeah. Because like I, when I was younger, like in high school, I used to hate my eyes. I used to hate them. But now I'm just like, oh, I I like my eyes a lot, actually. I love your eyes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Like, so I don't know. It just like, because like no one can really tell you about that you have to believe your people can tell you all the time like oh you look great you have perfect teeth you have a perfect nose whatever but you're not really going to actually believe that until, until you're you, on board yeah until you're on board yourself so mm-hmm. I like it's just one day I, it just clicked and I was like oh my eyes actually look pretty good like I do like my eyes like what was I worried about in the first place like why did I hate them in the first place and generally I think what happens is you get inspired by Mm -hmm. somebody else yeah so there there's something about a quality of somebody else that you're inspired by and it could be their eyes Mm -hmm. and you realize oh they love their eyes yeah and you kind of you're just I don't know you you take a different look about it Mm -hmm. absolutely Yeah, I don't know. I would. Uh, I would. I think you said it great. Yeah, because okay. it's true. I hated my scar growing up like the entire yeah. time, the entire time. But now my scar is like one of the biggest, you know, conversation mm-hmm. starters when I mm-hmm. when I get my makeup done or when I go somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice you have a scar. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't, and you people can't are like interested. First, but then, like, once you get closer to you, it's like, oh. I didn't know you had that. Let's talk about it. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, oh, she's scarred. (laughs) Get away from her. (laughs) Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Nothing good ever happens to me. Nothing good ever happens to me. Okay. Negative and unhelpful. A positive and helpful way to say that would be... Um, things don't always go in my favor, but one day they will. I don't know. I don't know. You turn it into like a mantra. That's a good way. Like one day it will happen for me, you know, like it can't last forever. Nothing good ever happens to me. I, my first thing would be like, okay, so tell me all of the, your favorite moments in life. Yeah. Like, yeah. And right. then I would prove to them, see, good things would do you say happen. that was a what, good? I feel like when people say nothing good, well, not all the time, but some of the time, when people say nothing good happens to me, it's like they want a specific thing that they haven't been able to grasp yet. And that's right. all they're focused on. So everything else, even whether good or bad, is just like in the background. It's a blur. But if that isn't happening for them, Nothing else matters because that's what I want, you know? Yeah. See, this is actually kind of a fun topic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. Uh, no one ever listens to what I say. Well, so I immediately thought of this in two different ways. No one ever listens to what I say. Are you trying to tell people like, 
how they should live their life or how they should right. look yeah. at something or handle their finances or are you wanting people to control a little bit like and and be such an influence that they try to live their life exactly how you want them to mm-hmm. then yeah you're going to probably feel that way because like all scenarios you have to let people live how they're going to live right. and learn as long as it takes as they're going to learn Mm-hmm. And eventually, if you made an impact on that person, they will eventually pay attention to that, maybe the little voice in the back of their head reminding them, oh, I think I've been told this before. Yeah. Um, so the other way, other than that, could be pretty much like perspective. Like, like is, is um, are they saying like, no one ever listens to like my view on things. Like, is that what they're trying to say? Because if so, like, I don't know how to like rephrase that uh, saying or whatever the yeah. exercises. But like, I mean, maybe they just weren't. Just like they're not my people, and it's okay. Like, maybe they aren't supposed to understand or like listen to what your perspective or whatever is because they probably won't understand. You know. So who I cares think if they listen? Plays into this a little bit too. Yeah, like no one ever listens to what I say. Because and like, how you can you be so like, sure? Right, and you have maybe like low confidence a little bit. Right, that because you're assuming people just you're ignored and and people yeah. aren't hearing you. Yeah, because just because you say something, just because someone hears you, doesn't mean everyone's automatically going to be like, "Oh, Franny, I heard what you said," and I'm. Keeping it right, right up here. here. It's right, it's right here. up here in my brain. Don't you worry about that. That's not how life works. I might start requesting that. Okay. Franny, I heard what you just said. I'm going to keep that right, yeah, up, right here. up Right Don't up here, worry. honey. Right here. Tucked away nice and safe. Uh, yeah, That. so that one's kind of hard. Yeah. But I think it's just, again, perspective, like how you're reading it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will never learn this. What's the point in doing this? Like, those are two other ones. Hmm. I will never learn this. That one, I feel like you can back up with so much proof and facts. But, you know, when I say that, I'm wondering, is it because I'm trying to be right? You know? So, like, if you said, I can never learn to play the piano... I would be like, you know what, Christine, let's talk about all the things you have learned. And I would mm-hmm. go through all of the things, even if they weren't music related, mm-hmm. and then slowly work my way towards the music field. And I would say, and you have all of the resources to learn these things. And then I would go through all of the places you could yeah, learn. Yeah, just being logical. <laughs> right. I right. would go through, you know, give you all the facts and yeah. then just be like, but I don't, when I do that, am I doing it because I want to prove that I'm right? I, I don't necessarily think so. I feel like if you're doing that and you're already listing out a list of things that I've already learned, it's pretty much telling me that I have the capability of learning that. So right. if I tried enough, but is that approach I would be able to, to, to I don't win? Know to to win or to like see I'm going real deep with it now yeah I don't know like I it all depends on who you're talking to you just have to 
I mean, obviously, like, I don't know. It's, it's hard because, like, you never know if, like, your advice is actually um, getting through to a stranger who's just confiding in you in that one moment. Yeah. Or, like, because it's just, it's easier to, like, personalize everything if you know the person or at least have oh, some absolutely. sort of history, you know? Yeah. So, like, how, trying to help out a stranger, especially if they don't give you a lot of information, is just hard because everything is just, like, a generalization, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just kind of was thinking about it. Yeah. Because there's a perspective on that, how you address every scenario. Am I, because there has been times I've given plenty of tough love. Uh-huh. And I know that it doesn't really seem like me, but when I give it, I often think, am I being too tough on them? Or, mm-hmm. you know, is my tough love being viewed as arrogant? Like, do I just want to be right? Do I just want to prove a point? Mm-hmm. Which I don't, but I do find myself backing up so much evidence to everything to I guess justify it myself yeah that it can come off that way have you ever done that uh, maybe you I just don't, don't view it that way I don't view it that way I just don't see it as being arrogant no. if you're telling me prepared maybe yeah yeah, yeah you're just prepared yeah if you don't if you're telling me how I don't know. I just don't see, I don't see the negative in that. If I'm saying, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can learn how to play the piano. And you're telling me, well, you've done this, 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 and this before. So, and you have these resources. So why can't you do this? It's just another thing on your list. It just, it's, that's logical to me. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just have to like, actually try. <laughs> That's literally what I'm getting out of it. Oh, I just have to fucking try. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's, perspective is so deep. There's so much, and I'm not even going to like get close to how badly I want to focus in on it, but there's just so much about having a positive perspective and how it changes things. Mm-hmm. For example... It's a rainy day. I love the rain. Yeah. I love every season that comes, every weather pattern. Well, mm-hmm. not so much tornadoes. I'm not yeah. very much <laughs> fond of them. I'm very scared of them, actually. Yeah. But, you know, oh, I have to show you a TikTok. I'm sorry. I have to show you. I will send you a TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but, the, like, a rainy day. Mm-hmm. There's something so charming about it. You have to stay cozy and you want to stay dry. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice to look out the window. And even though it's rainy, it's only for a day. Yeah. It's going to be sunny again. It's nice to even like just like listen to the rain. To listen to it, to unwind, to think, oh, I'm going to get snuggly and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to light some candles. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something I don't have to do those outside chores. I don't, you know, because it right. doesn't make sense to do them in the rain. Right. So it's just like having that perspective where I feel like a lot of my families are like, oh, it's raining. And they hate it because they love the sun so much that they can't find any of the positives to the rain. You know what? I, I've said it in past episodes. The sun is one of my best friends. Okay. I, know. I love the sun. But. I appreciate rainy days because they're very cozy and like, I like the sound of them. Yeah. It feels good to hear 
the rain, to see the rain, to smell the rain, yeah. especially on a summer day when you go out and you can smell it. It it feels always really, really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I can't understand why people get so upset about specifically weather, you know? Yeah. Maybe if they had, like, a plan for the day and it was, like, outside or they have to, like, go drive somewhere and they don't like driving in the rain. That would make sense, I guess. Yeah. But, like, you know, I don't know. It's just another way to see the perspective differently. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the self-help part of this episode would be to practice that. To okay. Take so whatever take scenario you're in. Mm-hmm. And whatever hoes and hums that come out of your mouth, to find a positive about it or something close that led up to it. You know, like for a deeper topic, which I wasn't sure I was going to, you know, divulge on, but my dad has cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's only stage one, so we're grateful. Which is good. And he's yeah. got a surgery starting. On Wednesday. Okay. So he goes into surgery on Wednesday to remove the the lobe. Yeah. Of, the, well, the day that this is coming out. Yep. Yeah. The day okay. that this is coming out. And he's got to be in the hospital for a week by himself. No visitors. Right. Because of corona. Because of this corona. Mm-hmm. And he's fretting and super scared because he's got to do it all by himself. It's on my stepmom's birthday. Oh, and she geez. has to drop him off. He might spend his birthday there because his is on the 15th. So there's a lot of wow. negatives, a lot yeah. of hard things weighing on this. And I have been the only one that he has kind of tried to, you know, he gets emotional with me. He's very different with my sister. Mm-hmm. My sister and him, he'll fret and fret and fret, but she is very much a tough love. So yeah. anytime he starts feeling sorry for himself or sad or negative, she, you know, she nips it in the bud and says, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, she just kind of changes the vibe, I guess. But for me, I let him process it because it is scary. And I feel yeah. nothing but teary-eyed for him to have right. to put myself in his shoes and be in his place. I'm yeah. already scared I have cancer. I have to go and get it removed by myself. No one Am can I going to live me. through the procedure? Yeah. Is it going to come back? Nobody can be around me. Everybody's in hazmat suits. Yep. I have to spend my birthday here. I don't get to celebrate with my girlfriend. You know, like, yeah. You know, there's. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot it's on a him. Lot. So I let him take it in, Vince, but yeah. I think he knows yeah. that I'm also the positive child. So I always spin it around. So as soon as he takes a moment in, I, I address it and say, yeah, that that's really hard. That's really sad. I've already thought about that and felt that for you. But look at it this way. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus, everything is heightened with germs right now. We're all very alert. We're all very scared of germs. So the mm-hmm. sanitation in hospitals is huge. Mm-hmm. They're going and going to every extreme to make sure that no germs or anywhere as best as possible. Yeah. So to get a surgery that serious in the hospital and have to stay there, kind of a blessing. Yeah. Also, guess what? You got your own room. You right. don't have to have a exactly. roommate. You just had a severe surgery. 
So now you have your own TV, you've got your own telephone, you've got your own room. You don't mm -hmm. have to deal with somebody watching TV at one o'clock in the morning. Right. And he's, you know, fretting. I can't, what if I can't plug in my cell phone and I can't get up and down a whole lot? And, you know, like, we, what, what am I going to do then? Well, there's plugs and you have a nurse. Yeah, exactly. And your nurse the is going to visit yeah. every 10 minutes. <laughs> they could totally do that for you. You have a call button mm -hmm. on your bed that you can reach out. Ah, yeah, but you know, I don't want to bother them. You're not, that's their job. Yeah, that's what they're getting paid to do. Not to plug in your charger, but to help you with how, like, whatever. To help you, you whatever you're going through. Yeah. They're not there to judge you. They're yeah. not there to make your life harder. Like they are there to make your life feel better. And then mm -hmm. I said on the plus side, dad, you didn't have to wait five months to get the yeah. surgery. I feel like everything's moving along pretty fast. Right. You yeah. didn't have to wait five months down the line for them to open surgery again. Mm. Here you are. Now you get it over with in April, and you've got the rest of the year. Yeah. And hopefully the rest of your life. Yeah. Kids are free. Right. Isn't that great? Now we're going to just, like, knock it out and get it done and over with. Exactly. That's a positive thing, too. So, yeah. you know, I've tried to be nothing but yeah. the voice of positivity. But am I scared and upset that I can't go for such a major surgery? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm terrified. Right. And I, my family doesn't have it good with cancer. It's, it lives in every hidden crevice of mm -hmm. every person, I swear. But I'm hoping that... <laughs> I'm just like, okay, listen, so I got diabetes. <laughs> I already have one thing. This is You enough. can't add that. <laughs> you can't add that too. <laughs> exactly. But I think it's, you know, I'm nervous about it, but I've, I'm keeping a positive because yeah. worrying about it's not doing me any good. Right. Crying about it's not doing me any good. Right. Worrying and crying about it to him isn't doing him mm. any good. Oh, no, 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 no. So why would I want to waste any amount of my time of my life feeling that sad when I could feel happy? Yeah. And I could look at it more positively. Right. Right. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk today. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode. It just cuts out. No outro music or anything. Just done. <laughs> no, I changed the music to something like super deep and like sad. <laughs> Yeah, but so that's my my self-help. Take a second, okay. look at the scenarios you're in. It could always be worse. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in someone else's shoes and and try to feel empathy a little bit more than you do. Right. So that you can it can help you with your perspective. Right. But also, this isn't to like discredit anyone who's going through like an actual shitty time like you know, oh, sometimes no, how like, not. yeah, I just wanted to put that out there though. Cause like, you know how sometimes like people will like say, oh, this and this and that it's going, I'm going on like, or I'm going through this and that. And then they say, oh, well, it could always be better or it could always be worse. Oh but, like, yeah. yeah no, I hate like, that as a solution. Yeah. That's yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm not crediting anybody in a sense like oh get over it it right. can always be worse yeah, 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 yeah. no address yeah. it and go through the motions of it right just try to spin it on, on a positive do me a favor and just try try one or two things of extra positivity with it yeah and tell me it didn't help you yeah if it didn't help you there's 
a different approach probably right. that is going to speak to you more Definitely. than that approach. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Life is very long and mm-hmm. you can live it happy and fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to do that? If you feel feel fulfilled yourself and you have a perspective that makes your life feel and look to you as wonderful as it can be. Right. Because that's all we want in the end is a happy, full life. Mm-hmm. For those of you who want a sad, negative life, I don't understand it. I hope you are happy. <laughs> no, with they want to be sad. <laughs> they want to be sad. Okay, I hope you're sad about it. I see. <laughs> I, I, I just can't yeah. relate to you. Yeah. That is like something I'm not your person for. But right. I will try to be there for you the best I can. <laughs> But that's pretty much it for me. I wanted to talk about perspective, especially now with everything going on. That was good. I think everybody's lost it. Oh, yeah. I'm like kind of freaking out. (laughs) Which is, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's normal. But still. And if you guys want a little bit more perspective, I did write a blog post about it. And it was really hard for me to write and put out to the world because I don't like conflict and confrontation Mm -hmm. and I wanted to sincerely help people but I didn't know if my words were coming off as too lecturing Mm -hmm. because that wasn't my intention at all. I just was trying to give solutions and ideas to coping with the coronavirus, feeling stuck at home and feeling isolated and, and the positive side of that and how to view that. So artofhomegrown.com and I think it's like three or four uh, blog posts. And while you're there, just like check out my chickens and the stuff that's grown in my yard. You can put like a link on the, uh, in the uh, Yeah, I have before. I I could do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Well, Christine, did you have a fun time? I had a fantastic time. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. I'm full of pierogies and wine and I'm happy. It was a good conversation. Yeah, it was a good combo. I liked it. Good. On that note, I guess we'll catch you guys next week for Christine's episode of something. Something. I don't know. We're going to find out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of This, That, and the Other Thing. I'm Granny. I'm Christine, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>